0: You know, oftentimes when you come into the bank um, and the teller's asking questions, they're not trying to be nosy. They're just trying to make sure that what you're doing is protecting you, and of course, us too. We wanna make sure that you're actually buying what you wanted sure. to buy, and uh, oftentimes these fraudsters, they'll work on people for weeks or months. It's not yeah. always a one and done. Um, they set it up, they make things look like they're legit. And
1: And if they find the right victim, You're just getting strung along. Yep. You know, you're probably getting checks back.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I...
2: Paperwork in the mail that
0: looks legitimate. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, if it's too good to be true, it is. Like, that's the main thing. Trust your gut. That's a huge thing.
3: This is the Buffalo Community Podcast. All about the greatest small town in the USA. The people in it and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Episode 119 of the Buffalo Community Podcast. Uh, we got an important episode. We have exciting episodes. We have fun episodes. I'm going to call this one an important episode. <laughs> it's always yeah. fun. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't mean to we can't have exciting, those too. other things. No, it does we're this is sure no, no fun. fun don't even <laughs> <No>. fun.
3: <laughs> think about smart yeah. yeah
1: so uh we have with us today uh branch manager of mid-country bank in buffalo denise cook and also with mid-country bank jenna meeks thanks guys for being in here with us and i'm excited to get our message out today
0: thanks for having us yeah, thank you appreciate it
1: um fraud your thoughts
0: fraud <laughs> yeah. mm. out of control um i actually spoke with the other community banks in town and we've seen just a huge uptick in the number of cases, uh, the dollar amounts, and also we've seen some new things come through and a target market has switched a little bit. Uh, back in the good old days you used to think of the, our elderly population being more focused and targeted and now it's switched a little bit and so we want to try to get the some tips and tricks out there and share a little bit in hopes that together we can clamp down on this and try to stop some of it before it even Mm -hmm. before it's gotten too far
1: um what uh i guess what are you seeing in terms of just some of the more common scams Mm -hmm. that you're coming across that um you know maybe not just the elderly anymore but people are i guess falling for fighting on
0: yeah some of it is that and some of it is just the amount of online shopping that is happening this day and age. Um,
2: everyone's credit cards and debit cards are out there. It's um, an electronic world. Yeah. Instead, you know, elderly, they live off the paper side still. So with it being an electronic world, those hackers are, or the fraudsters are finding new ways to hack into the electronic side instead of the paper side of things. So I think that's why um, it has moved to the younger generation.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. And
0: you you still see some of the the romance schemes and the grandparent schemes. Those things are still happening, Um, but I think the electronic piece of it has just taken over.
3: Are we talking stolen information, uh, purchased on the dark web, or?
0: Uh, Some of it's, I mean, there's there's some pieces that are stolen, don't get me wrong, um, but the the Facebook marketplaces, buying Mm. animals, pets, boats, you name it, any of those online purchases, open your, they open yourself up to fraud. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's sad, but it's true.
3: So kind of making the link of, okay, oh, I accidentally sent you too much money. Could you send that back? Is mm-hmm. that kind of making the link? Is that still the, anytime yeah. you sell something online, it's like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll pay your price and I'll actually give you more. Is that kind of what we're talking about here? <laughs> oh <It>, boy,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If, if it seems too good to be true, it, yeah. it is. Uh, we all kind of have that internal gut check and that kind of has to lead our way. Uh, if it is too good to be true, it almost
2: always is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a huge thing is email. I mean, everybody uses emails these days. So, um, you know, click, click on this link and you'll get here or provide, you know, then provide your social or your bank account information. We just need to verify it. So there's tons of that. Um, and then debit card fraud, obviously. Um, and there is still check fraud, tons of it. Um, once, you know, businesses issue to a check, people, they don't even know, you know, um, They'll they'll go take that account number and they'll go sell it to their dark web and um, then checks just start filtering in from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So you 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 know you, you don't they don't even know where these people got this account number. But every time you write a check, all your information is on there: your right. check number, your account number, your routing number, your address. A lot of times, they make you put your phone number on there, so
3: mm-hmm.
2: your information is all out there. Um, so it's just, that's all they need to be, to be able to process fraudulent transactions, so
1: yeah. Sure, sure. Do, you, do you feel like it's still pretty safe to, to shop like with your Targets, your Amazons, your Walmart? Do you feel like most of this stuff is happening on the Facebook marketplace and the, the pop-up offer that maybe you didn't verify the web address, but it looks like, it looks like eBay, but it's Seabay, and you know, things of that yeah. nature?
0: Uh, We still, there's no way to be perfectly safe um, if you're going to put your information out there. Well, it's relaxing. Yeah, it (laughs) is. Makes you feel good, nice and warm. (laughs) Uh, What you do need to do, though, is be checking your account frequently. If you don't have online banking, it's important to get it, to making sure that you're checking those transactions. Uh, It's important to know your banker, and they know you. So when you have a problem, you're not calling a 1-800 number, you're calling somebody that knows you and you know them oftentimes I know your voice when you when you pick up the phone and call me
1: right Mm -hmm. and also to that extent too, having a local banker but then also you know these things are are uh, urgent right and so being able to get into a banker on short notice and not have to set an appointment or you know whatever it is for a week later I would imagine is important Getting on that right away.
0: Absolutely, yeah. There's a time frame for reporting too. Um, you have 60 days to look back and catch those charges in order to be covered by them.
3: You were uh, you were mentioning kind of like how it starts. I was I was a victim of this. I'm not going to play my little violin, but I was a victim, <laughs> victim of this a couple of years ago. Um, where all of a sudden it was just like it was it was caught and nothing of mine worked anymore. Yeah. And you go back and then there's always that kind of one little charge of like. Five, a dollar
2: five, and, yep.
3: and it worked. And then all of a sudden, they took all my money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh shoot. It often, often happens
2: so, over a long weekend too. Yep.
3: Yeah, no. they're, they're
2: they're just going in there to verify that there's funds in here. This is a little. They haven't account. canceled the card yep, yet. Yep, exactly. Or. So they're just testing that out. And once that comes through, and then what happens a lot of times is what a bank does is with debit cards we put a score on it. Mm-hmm. So every time that You know you kind of have a routine usually of what you're doing with your debit card and if somebody all of a sudden in michigan you know you just use it in buffalo today and two hours later somebody in michigan's using it you know it's most likely not going to be you yeah so then your score starts increasing and then once it hits a certain level that's when a lot of times we'll shut the card off because we're like "eh, this is just yeah and sometimes it is legit sometimes you know people get frustrated we understand that but We're doing it to protect the you know you as the consumer just hoping that you know the fraud stops or that it is truly fraud that we're stopping yeah. so or you'll call us and say hey this is
0: father's <laughs> <what's going> on? <laughs> yeah. T- T- yeah.
2: on vacation in michigan and this purchase needs to go yeah. through." yeah so it's just important yeah. that's why like you know a lot of those new cards have where you just tap to scan you know and that's yeah. keeping your card safe because once you put it in that reader people put those card readers in there that you can't even see that are in there and that's how they get a lot of your card information so it's just really important to um, use your pin number as much as you can use the tap to pay if you have it Um, and a lot of um, banks now have where you can shut your debit card off as well so you can in between uses you can freeze your debit card it's not like closing it or hot carding it or something you're just freezing it saying nope i'm not using it right now so nobody else can either and it's just a button in your app Yep, just click a button.
0: Use your card. Click it. Turns it right off. There's
1: an app for that. There's an app for that. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you mentioned using your pin, and has that have they always suggested using your pin? Because I feel like I heard the opposite.
2: Yes. And that I
1: do always use my pin, but I felt like I've always done it the wrong way.
3: Yeah, because before (laughs) I I answered it, I always thought. I'm giving them more information. If there is a card reader here, I just gave them my information on my PIN as well. No, that's, that's all opposite. they need is your
2: card information. I yep. mean, that's oh. really it. So basically nobody should have your PIN but you. So you should, if your card is physically in your, you know, you should be the only one that knows that PIN number. Sure. So the more you're using the PIN, because a lot of people put their card in and say, I'm just gonna, you know, do it as credit and sign for it. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. we're like, well, anybody can do that. You know, anybody can grab your card and right. put it in and sign for you. But not everybody can put the card in and use your PIN number. So,
3: and I guess I don't know the last time when somebody said, "Can I see your card to make sure it's you?" Or I haven't been ID'd? In
2: <laughs> no, it doesn't I have an know, yeah. years. No. people always used to write C I D on the back. Of Still there. do. do yeah. you? <laughs> Does, how often do you get asked? Never. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's they <laughs> don't care. You they know? don't touch
1: my card
3: anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's true. Everybody's putting it in yeah. themselves. So, yeah.
3: you mentioned the. Um, size of transactions i mean is there any horror stories that you can share just to be diligent i mean are we talking hundreds of dollars are we talking thousands 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 of dollars
0: yeah and we've seen um, some of those larger transactions actually come through with our business owners so we've had two instances in the last probably about two and a half weeks where um, that business owner or their accountant will receive an invoice from a previous Somebody they've already paid in the past. And it looks like it's coming in from Mark. Oh, I've paid Mark in the past, but Mark now tells me we have a new account number, (laughs) a a new routing number. And so I go in and I change that ACH, and now I send that money out as a payment like I have many times before, but I haven't paid Mark. I just paid a fraudster.
3: And you Mm -hmm. just willingly gave them the information.
0: Yep,
2: and unfortunately those funds
0: are not covered. You don't get those back. Well, they'll create
2: an email address that looks... Similar to yours So they think Oh yeah it's Mark We're, It's legit You know it's fine yeah. But that's typically Is the phishing It's not F It's
0: yeah. <laughs> P-H-I yeah. G- a- right. Yeah. Yeah. right
2: So phishing is Yeah is, is The emails are the Biggest way for Businesses to be Hacked um, I just had a Customer that lost 50, th- Over $50,000 um, They have Multi-level To get into Their email You know where They got to sign In and they Still somehow got Hacked And the hacker just said, oh, we need these funds immediately via ACH, you know, sent it from the CFO's email to another employee. The employee logged into online, sent the two ACHs out, oh. and since they were sent as a um, corporate deposit, you only have 24 hours to notice that fraud and recall those funds back. So they didn't notice till you know, a couple days later, it wasn't a ton time. But yeah. we, you know, all, all we can do is try to get those funds back and reach out to those banks. A lot of times with especially bigger banks, they, they don't have to respond. They don't sure. have to give us the funds back. And usually those funds are gone because gone. those fraudsters know well, that that bank is going to come get those funds. Could you
1: ask the fraudsters for
2: the money? Back? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're v- oh, quite willing normally. We're, We're going to need those funds right back, back.
3: <laughs> immediately ACH. Here's yeah. my routing number. Yeah. And yeah.
2: typically those fraudsters are opening accounts on the other end as not themselves as well so right. it's not even like that bank could go back to them and you know say hey if we have this your social we can report you know it's all false information yeah. and that
1: they're open. they only make on that her. mistake <laughs> one time
2: Yeah, wait, they're waiting for <laughs> yeah. those funds right. they're watching them right. as soon
0: as they come in they sweep them out yeah and a lot of those banks too are the online banks the banks where there maybe isn't a brick and mortar um so it's very hard to get a hold of those people, and mm-hmm. it's hard to get those funds back. Yeah. It's very rare that it happens.
3: Is it? Is that uh, the frustration with, I mean, people with banks in general of like, oh, hey, you know, I've got this check. Why does it take so dang long to clear? I mean, it's yeah. it's all of these safety precautions of so you don't get ripped off, you know, of all yes. of your money. You know, it, it's why we, uh, in, in our... Job, It's usually their equity check of a, you know, it's a title company's check, but yeah, we'll give you access to a couple hundred bucks, but you know, for the couple hundred thousand that you're depositing is gonna be put a weight on that simply because of okay. the
0: fraud, yep. you know. We just had a, um, a customer last week who was part of a work from home scheme. And so the fraudsters had told her that they were gonna wire money into her account. And as soon as that she received the wire, that she needed yeah. to cut them back a certain number of funds. So in the process, she had written a check from one bank to her other bank account, and that's how we ended up getting involved, wow. and we caught it, um, thank goodness, before any of the funds were dispersed, but she would have been out
2: $12,000. Jeez. It's all too good to be true stories. It you know, is. here, I'll I'll send you a check for 10,000. You go, but you in the meantime, you go buy $10,000. Well, it's usually not that large, but in from Amazon gift cards. Uh-huh. And then you just scratch that information off and you send me pictures of those Amazon gift cards to prove that you bought those. Yep. So in the meantime, that check is, you know, hasn't cleared the account, mm-hmm. that person's account yet. They've bought all these Amazon gift cards and then they've provided the information of the Amazon gift cards to the fraudster. Mm-hmm. And of course that fraudster is going to take those gift cards and go start purchasing things immediately. And this yeah. check is still hanging out here, not clearing, and then it, it's already too late by the time they've already sent all that stuff to the fraudster, the check, it then comes back bad. Oh, yeah, that $10,000 was Are the fraudsters good.
3: domestic or is it international?
2: Great question. Probably, Sadly, probably both. A lot international yeah. well, with the business fraud. It's a ton of, you know, send this wire... F- to a foreign country, send, you know, that's- right,
3: To me, that seems like the biggest red flag ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, how dumb are you? Yeah. I mean, in, no offense if it happened no. to you, yeah. but I mean, that seems like a re- legit, immediate red flag of why are we sending- I had a
2: customer once that they were buying this trailer from, you know, the seller, and all of a sudden somebody hacked the seller's email and it mm-hmm. provided, oh, my bank accounts in the US, they're all frozen right now because they're being audited well, then yeah, but you need you can send it to my European bank or something. So sure. you know, this guy, the, the our customer thinks he's truly still talking to the guy that's selling the trailer, but this fraudsters hacked the trailer know. guy's email. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, okay, sounds legit and sends the funds and once a wire sent it's cash. I mean, it is straight cash. We there is no getting that back. So it's and they're going across these it's Those foreign banks you know are hard to communicate with and Mm -hmm.
3: what's the fix for it
2: Uh, there isn't a fix large sums of money quick cash yeah
3: communication and education about just being diligent
0: education communication you know oftentimes when you come into the bank um and the teller is asking questions they're not trying to be nosy they're just trying to make sure that what you're doing is protecting you and uh, of course us too we want to make sure that you're actually buying what you wanted to buy and uh, oftentimes, these fraudsters they'll work on people for weeks or months. It's yeah. not always a one and done. Um, they set it up, they make things look like they're legit, and
1: and if they find the right victim, yeah. you're just getting strung along. Yep. You know, you're probably getting checks back.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they, you know, yeah. I, I paperwork
2: in the mail that yep. looks legitimate. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. If it's too good to be true, it is. Like yep. that's the main thing. Trust your gut. That's a huge thing. Pay attention to your account every single day. You know, just do a quick check-in. Set up account alerts. Almost, I think, every single bank at this yeah. point has account alerts. So you can set up if any any transaction clears your account or if um, any, you know, large check clears or anything. You can yeah. you can set it up so that you're getting a text notification, an email notification. Um, I appreciate the text ones. Yeah, like, right?
3: Even it was, I had recently bought a, a fishing rod in... It was the whole setup online, and but it was like, oh, your card's declined. I'm like, what? And then, then the text message came in. Hey, so so you're spending this? Is this you? And I'm like, this hasn't happened before, but
0: yes, it is me.
3: Yeah. So I don't think I got frauded, but and it that makes was, you
0: question too. It, 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 there's no way to be safe, yeah. but you just if you can put these things in place. Um, It helps protect you. And if you if you see something, notify your bank right away. Don't wait. Don't be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately,
2: you can do everything right and still be a victim of fraud. Mm -hmm. So don't be embarrassed. Yeah, we would get calls all the time saying, I got this call asking if, you know, this transaction is legit and it truly is our fraud service calling them. But we appreciate them checking in, not providing information, but they will never ask for account information. They will never ask for Social Security. They'll just ask if those transactions are truly your transactions, and they have your phone number in the system, so that's why they know how to yeah reach you.
3: So, like even like the safety precaution seems a little bit fraudulent, right? It you does. Know, <laughs> like, hey, I know you're kind of like keeping an eye out for me, but yeah. this feels uncomfortable.
1: Yeah,
2: how do you have my phone to text me? Like, yeah. how do you know how to text me about this? Yeah, yeah. definitely.
1: Yeah. I would imagine that they're You know, you talk about being embarrassed of being like, oh my gosh, I. I, I had that feeling. No, I didn't I buy that. I had that feeling, and, yeah. it's, <laughs> and, and I didn't listen to it. But do you think there is a good amount of fraud that goes unreported? Absolutely. Um, just out of yep. The Federal Trade
0: Commission puts out a really great report every year um, about the different types of schemes, the dollar amounts, just lots of great information. And they also have information on there of how much they think goes unreported because people... Don't catch it because they're not looking at their accounts, right. or are too embarrassed and don't
3: don't mm-hmm. want to say anything. I remember I had a mild heart attack, not for <laughs> real, but um, it was a it was one of those auction sites. And again, I, I'm pretty diligent about checking accounts, and all of a sudden there was like twenty seven charges. You know, it was like nine eighty seven, five forty five. You know, five dollars and forty five cents. You know, to like to the tune of like $850. And sorry Jenny, I'm totally calling you off here. <laughs> but it, it was, I I said, oh, "Hold on. Are you doing something?" She's like, "What do you mean?" Like she's like, "Oh, I I guess I was I was bidding on that stuff, but like it was like a buy it now thing." And I'm just like oh, okay, so you have a bunch of this stuff coming. It wasn't like right. a actual thing, but I thought that looked so suspicious because I'm does. like, you know, it was wish.com, ah. which, which right there, I'm like, ooh. Hmm.
2: <laughs> and then did get she get her items and they were These not what she These yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. It sounds> are <laughs> just trash. Yeah. Sounds about right too.
3: like this wasn't
2: worth <laughs> yeah. it at all. Oh. Um,
3: so, yeah, I, I look at that and you just, if it looks abnormal or, you know, um, something you don't recognize yeah. in what is it called in the pending part, you know, yep um i have a question about fdic yeah so every time you go into a bank it says fdic insured up to two hundred fifty thousand. what does that mean is that anything to do with here or is that if like the bank loses money or is that i mean is that anything related to what we're talking about today not with fraud oh
2: dang no yeah it doesn't (laughs) cover fraud the bank or yourself would cover fraud um like a lot of times those debit card purchases that are fraud you know you report hey this is a fraudulent transaction um, if we can't recoup the funds, we we have to eat that. so sure. we have to we have to get the funds back to you guys. So we do have a team that goes in and will you know try to recoup those funds. Um, but it's not always legit. So yeah if you file something with your credit card, they're eating those funds a lot of the times. It's not, and we're not covered by FDIC, you know, under that. But that's just, yeah, if the bank were to go under, that's when you would be covered by that FDIC. Your
1: deposits and whatnot. Yes, exactly.
3: Oh, okay. Um, You kind
1: of (laughs) of beat me to my next question a little bit. But, you know, you talk about situations where the money that's taken, the money that's gone is gone. And then there's other situations where, the money that's gone is recoverable and you have to eat that or you have to recover it. What are the differences like what's what are the situations there that you know money's gone or we can get it back?
2: Wires I mean wires no matter what once yeah. they're gone the the chances of get us of us getting them back is pretty much zero percent yeah very So if rarely. you're being if asked to wire money
1: ask a lot of questions.
2: Yes and yes exactly. Yes. Uh, my big suggestion is, you know, if you get wire instructions, call that person, verify that that is truly where the wire needs to go. Um, like I was talking about with that guy selling that trailer, if he would have just picked up the phone and called the guy that he was buying the trailer from, he would have gotten the incorrect wire information right away and been like, no, I don't have a European bank account. So that's always important. Um, but with business, personal accounts, the, the rules are all completely different. Um, And depending on whether it's a check or ACH item and how it's sent, um, so there's a ton of different, and it's like, um, for checks, yeah, it's like the 60-day with an ACH. If it's sent as a corporate ACH, you have that 24 hours, and that's 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 it. it. We can always, like I said, we can always go back to that bank and try to get those funds back, but the chances are they're already gone at their bank, so they don't have to Mm-hmm. Provide them back mm-hmm. to us with a check. Um, it's a little easier to get those funds back. We can say, you know, this is a fraudulent check. Our customer didn't write this. Um, you you need to send us these sure. funds back. So, yeah. I have a friend.
1: Bank
3: oh. is on the hook for
2: yes. It. Okay,
1: gotcha. Correct. I have a friend who wanted me to ask this question because he wasn't sure the answer. When um, yeah. you say wiring money. Is that like any kind of Venmo, PayPal? like no. Or like, what is wiring money? It's My actual, friend wants to know, yeah. he doesn't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The wire transfer <laughs> is initiated through your bank. It's, so like you, a, it's a wire. So if, uh, when you purchase a house, you will go into your bank and the bank will set up the wiring instructions to go from your account. Sometimes there's an intermediary bank and then it goes through the process. And once that starts, if it gets to the end, those funds are gone, we can't get them back. Um, all of your venmo things like that aren't considered a wire that's okay. more of an ach
2: yeah. so a wire is yes basically sending cash to the other bank same day so sure like once it takes you know an hour or two to from f- to get from our bank to another bank
1: depending um, on how far away it is yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah somebody's running now. it over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Something> yep, <laughs> so i mean that's so it's while well, wire is cash i mean, I mean it's sure whereas an ach it's more traceable i mean you can get those funds back a little bit easier than a wire
3: I'll let them know so is it (laughs) (laughs) you can tell your friend Tyler was
2: Tyler your friend
3: (laughs) actually that was giving me my question uh, of what about Venmo and and all these Apple Pay and all that but what's better to use is it your credit card or is it your debit card
2: credit credit Yep. Use their possible. money. Yep, exactly. Well, because a yep. debit card is immediately coming out of your checking account, whereas a credit card, um, you know, you will typically pay your bill once a month. Um, so once the once you figure out it's fraud or something like sure. that, you're not paying that part of the bill. You know, they'll usually take that off right away or credit you back at least if you've already paid it. Sure. Whereas a debit card that is your cash that's coming directly out of your mm-hmm. account. Yep.
1: And I think that goes back to why I thought you weren't supposed to enter your PIN number. You're supposed to use your debit card as a credit card and you get the credit card company's protection when you do it that way.
2: No, no I mean... That's a myth. It's a nice thought, a but... <laughs> Wish it worked that myth way. Myth busted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> myth busters. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're definitely safer using your debit card. I mean, or I mean your credit, credit card for. than your debit card. Cool, yeah. Sure.
1: Hmm. What did we miss, guys?
2: What did know. we miss? <laughs> um, well... A big thing for, since I'm in the commercial side of things, um, a big thing that almost all all banks have these days is what we call uh, positive pay or fraud tools. So what that does is um, every time you issue a check or uh, send an ACH or somebody debits your account for an ACH, you're letting the system know that these are legit transactions. So every time you issue a check, you're gonna go into the system tell them who you issued this check to, the amount you issued the check for, the date, the check number. And once that check clears your account, it's going against that that information that you uploaded into the system. And if it's not a match, it comes over right away and you get to say, oh, whoops, I accidentally just forgot to put this in, or maybe it is truly fraud. And so then you're stopping that fraud within that 24-hour period, no matter what, check ACH, and we're returning it within a timely uh, manner. and the bank's not taking a loss. The customer's not taking a loss, and then it also stops those fraudsters because once they see that that check is coming back or that ACH is being returned, they aren't going to keep you know trying, trying, to, trying, trying more checks. They're They'll gonna, go after
3: someone else. Yeah, yeah.
2: they're going to say, "Oh, guys, stop using this account number. It's not legit." Yeah. So instead, because a lot of times, what you know used to happen, you'd get fraud on your account, you close yeah. it. So then you have to start everything over, you know, with checks oh, and debit so cards. It That's is so frustrating. So. That's like, no, add, add fraud tools. And we only charge a $25 monthly fee for this. So we call it cheap insurance. I know it's not insurance. You probably are <laughs> 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 insurance but, expert. <laughs> yeah, it's not insurance, but it is a cheap protection mm-hmm. on your account to verify because usually customers don't sign up for it until it's too late. They've had yeah. that like my customer that just had the $50,000 fraud, you know, it's well, they already had the fraud oh my
3: gosh it's just too makes late, me you know, and I, know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know and it's and they get the police involved and it's sad to say but the police usually can't do much about it which is always good to notify the police yeah. of the fraud because they will see these common things coming through but um, the police they just they, they don't know where to start a lot of the time. You know, where do you start going looking on the internet for these fraudsters? You yeah. you just can't. It's There's not. so much. <laughs> Google. Yeah, exactly. Where
3: do yeah. I find a
2: fraudster? Yeah. So. It would be fun to find some
0: of them, though. I, I
3: have
2: yeah.
0: those theories. It would be fun to uh, mm-hmm. chat with a few of them in a room because they do. They create chaos. Yeah. And it's 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 a lot of work, and it makes you feel
2: like you've been violated. Yeah. And it's just a gross feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah I always suggest... Every customer, yeah. or at least commercial customer, should have positive pay on their account just for that extra layer of protection. And I know a lot of them say, That's I check my work. account. Yeah, it's a lot of work, or I check my account every single day. Well, and then they go on a vacation, on a cruise for a week. You know, yeah. well, now who's watching it? You know, and it's it's also good to have, if you have a lot of employees, having one employee issue those checks, upload that file, and then another employee there once those start coming Mm. through because yeah you can still have a fraudster within your company that (laughs) that is issuing these checks Mm -hmm. and then they're coming through and they can say yeah they're legit you know oh well they just issued it to their their husband their wife Mm -hmm. their friend whatever it be so it's it's always good to have dual control with businesses it's always good to just have that second layer of protection and i know most people always trust their employees but there's always <laughs> it, it we happens just all had a case. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: We have a customer that has two separate business accounts, and one of his employees stole a check out of the middle of each of
2: his checkbooks and wrote checks out.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: they're legit checks. Yep. He was, but it's an employee. So yeah, lock your check stock always. You know, have as a bank, we always have to have two people go get that check stock. Mark who that we're actually selling these checks and. It's not a bad thing for any business to have dual control on checks and any type of transactions that are coming through the account those extra couple steps oftentimes
0: can just be the deal breaker at the end yep Mm -hmm. it's worth it
1: yeah it's you kind of go through this roller coaster of emotion of like oh my gosh i'm never gonna spend money again right now and then you realize
0: under the mattress yeah
1: and then there's the the side of it like no like there are legitimate very beneficial ways to protect yourself yeah like you you might not be able to stop the fraud from happening but there are a series of steps you can take to hopefully recover those funds and, yeah. and or
2: minimize the m- fraud
1: minimize yeah. the fraud and yeah. i'm never going to wire money
0: Con- <laughs> consumer <laughs> and businesses absolutely it used yeah. to be so consumer focused and now the, the businesses are just
3: mm-hmm. and i suppose i mean That's if it's a large enough business i mean it wouldn't be abnormal i mean with a large mm-hmm. enough one to have ten thousand dollar transactions, nope. and that's just a normal operating. It's a normal yeah. You got like, a oh, couple million in your account.
2: You're not going to notice a ten thousand yeah. dollar check every single day. You know oh. that might go I'm through too. there, man. which is unfortunate. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, wish, I wish I s- wish I had that type of I know, money right? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> a tough problem to <laughs> have. Tough problem to have.
3: But oh man, it just kind of makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. And
2: oh yeah, it, and I just feel so bad for these people that do. And it's just like I wish, as a bank, we could help them more. And like I have a customer right now that in. He just keeps emailing, can we give an update? The police want an update. And it's just sure. like, we have nothing. Like, we've tried to reach out to the other bank multiple times. There's sure. just no response. I'm Probably because those funds are gone. Yeah. So it's we want to help you, and it is, it's horrible. Because, you know, you, a bank, we can't look at every single check that clears the account. We can't look at every ACH that clears the account. So it's, it's, your heart breaks with it. Yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> you do. Our,
0: our customers are family. So it's hard to see them go through this and know that. Some of it could have been prevented, but well, your right. earned money—that yeah. is just, yeah.
2: uh, you know, these fraudsters. If I just always say, if they would just use their brains for something, oh. just to make this world better instead mm-hmm, yeah. of just stealing from other people, it's just yeah. so frustrating. Let's
3: start calling them criminals because yeah, fraudsters like sounds kind of cute, <laughs> like yeah. you little fraudster. You—they are, yeah. Yeah. They you are know, criminals. It's criminal, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a hard R there. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. You know. um, but if people are concerned about that, they can always stop in and, and talk about it. like, hey, what, what more can I be doing? Absolutely. You know, and just talk with somebody at the bank. Everyone
0: should. Go talk say, to your hey. banker. Yeah. We all, most of us have very similar product services. They might be called something different, but we're all trying to do our best to help you. Um, so go talk to somebody. Ask questions.
1: Sure. Is it too early to, to talk about maybe a joint venture in the works or we're working on
0: it yeah so I reached out to um, the community banks in town um, sue at the chamber and our police department and we're all brewing something together um, hopefully later this fall that we are gonna do some sort of a fraud prevention seminar a luncheon and hopefully we can come together as a community Mm -hmm. and get some education pieces out there get some tools get some tricks and clamp down on as much as we can
2: you have some more to come well and hopefully get the younger (laughs) you know generations coming too because a lot of times when we do these it's the older generations that's coming and like we said earlier it's a lot of the younger that are now being victims so it's
0: the younger generation
2: and our business owners so hopefully we can get a good good mixture
0: in there and Mm -hmm. yeah awesome see what we can do well
3: thank thank you for being diligent is uh and thank you for coming in and if there's anything we can do to help with that luncheon yes <laughs> because, uh, uh, i think we'll we have some so. volunteer <laughs> we'll MCs over
1: Let's here pick the entertainment. Entertainment. sample, <laughs> sample right.
3: possible yeah. serving uh Free servings. <laughs> yeah exactly but thanks for there and again if you have any questions go talk to your banker yes. um go into mid-country bank find out more about it and you know our condolences uh, if this has happened to you it sucks you know i've been a victim and you feel violated
0: that's a good word it does suck
3: yeah yeah yeah. we can speak freely here yes but anyway (laughs) (laughs) for the buffalo community podcast i'm tyler reese i'm mark benzer
0: i'm denise cook and i'm Jenna meeks thanks for having us
3: Thanks for listening to the Buffalo Community Podcast, produced by Edlin Media. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts.